You are now tuning in to the Metamorphosis of Autumn podcast. I'm your host, Autumn. I'm an intuitive astrologer and the host of this podcast. Each week, we talk about different spiritual practices and ideologies and ways to connect more deeply to yourself through different healing modalities and self-liberation tools. Join me as we break through the matrix one episode at a time. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a special episode that is basically like a fly on the wall episode. Me and my friend were having a conversation and we decided to record it and I figured that it would be a good episode to use for the podcast because it's a raw and unfiltered conversation. So this friend, her name is Annabelle and I've recently started a passion project with her that primarily lives on YouTube. Eventually it will be on podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, all areas that you can listen to podcasts, but for now it's on YouTube and it's called Surrender to Transformation. So on the episode that you're about to listen to, we're basically planning what this project is going to look like, why we're doing it, and we're looking at our human design charts to see what gates connect to make a channel. So that's why I'm calling this a fly on the wall episode because it's just an episode that me and Annabelle are talking very candidly about starting our project and looking at our human design charts and also looking at our gene keys to see what exactly we have in common and what our charts say sinistry wise. I think this is a good episode if you've ever wanted to start a business or if you're confused on how the gates work in human design and form channels with another person and how you're conditioning one another, how you're working compatibility wise with one another. If you've ever wanted to start a business, we talk about very simple and little things that you need to start thinking about to put all of that together. And then also, if you're going to have any business partners or even just the connections that you have in your life, understanding them better. This episode really shows why some people connect and why they gravitate towards each other. The links to the things that we talked about in this episode will be put in the show notes, and that is including the YouTube podcast. So without further ado, my friends, here is the podcast episode with my friend Annabelle. I hate that it says that it's like recording in progress. Why did, why is she telling me that? <laughs> so there's coffee in, in Europe, at least, or in the German speaking part that kids drink. It has, it doesn't have, it doesn't have any caffeine. It has, um, it's a mix of acorn uh, and mostly Chick who? Chicory. Chicory? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's a plant. Interesting. I've never heard of that. What is it called? I'll write it down. Let me just pull up. Maybe I can find. Oh, what did you say that kind that kind of coffee is called though? 
No, it's it's for kids. That's why it's what oh. I used to drink when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know if it exists in the US. Like is yeah. there a coffee for kids? No, we just give them hot chocolate. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm sure it's like probably close to decaf, but I could definitely yeah. do decaf. Decaf is not bad. At least it gives me a little bit of caffeine. And then I don't get the headaches because I've tried not drinking caffeine and I get like bad freaking headaches. Oh my God. So it's, it has different kinds of grains in it. Mm. It, it kind of depends. I don't, I, maybe I can pull up a picture of what I'm drinking sometimes. Yeah. I'm sure if I went to a European um, store, I could find it. That's where I found my old wax lady. She was Polish and she would always tell me that she has all these European remedies and stuff. And she would bring out, let me show you. She would bring this out. I don't know what it is at all. It's mm -hmm. not even in English. I can't read it, but mm -hmm. um it's supposed to like take any type of abscess out like if you have liquid or something oh, yeah and my sister used to have that too when she had her very severe acne yes it works so good on yeah it works good on that and then i've also used it on ingrown hairs and it works good on that too but it smells fucking disgusting I guess one of the yeah. worst smells I've ever smelled. Does it stain too? Yeah, stains really bad. Yeah. It's brown. Yeah, then it's the same. Okay. Yeah, she, get, she told me about that. And then she told me about this other thing because I would get dry spots. Like, <laughs> this might be too much information, but um, my ass crack, for whatever reason... <laughs> I always get like dry right there and like I always wear a lot of thongs so my my yeah. ass crack I don't know it just like gets a cut on it like it it gets a cut I don't know if that's ever happened to you before but right in between it the did. cheeks you've had that uh -huh. from wearing a lot of thongs uh -huh. right I think that's what it is so I try not yeah, to wear too many thongs now but yeah it's that's irritating. So she gave me one of those and it helps, but I didn't, I can't find that one. I ran out. <laughs> I was using that one so much. <laughs> oh my God. Crack in my ass. A real crack in my ass. Oh my God. <laughs> this coffee. So people also drink that here if they have like high blood pressure. Mm, mm -hmm. Interesting. So it must be a calming then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I noticed because I definitely don't need to be drinking. And like, it's just me ignoring my body, just me ignoring like, no, you're good. You know, <laughs> and it's like, no, that's not true so I had I stayed up let's both pull up our human design do you just have do you have an actual software or are you just going to pull up through um Jovian archive or however you say it I go through myhumandesign.com myhumandesign.com okay 
I'll yeah. use the same. So we're looking at the same thing. Um, if you want, you can have my information and I can just look mm -hmm. at mine. So let me know whenever you're ready. I want to look at yours too, though. <laughs> I want to see how they compare. Yes. So yeah, I was up and I was clicking on all of the different gates and I know enough, I guess. Like, I, I definitely don't think I'm an expert by any means. Uh, but I was just looking at the different gates because I have looked at those briefly. And so mm -hmm. I just looked at a few different websites and um, now I'm forgetting all of them, but, <laughs> but one of them that like stands out to me is the patterns one, number five. And I just feel like that, that makes a lot of sense with the scheduling also like needing to have a routine, a routine where, where, oh, discover your chart. Let's see. Wow, so you have a fully defined head. And I have a completely open head. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm gonna see if like you have the like gate that I don't have. You know? Yeah, I'm looking at that too. Well, you have the full channel of 6124 and I only have 61 which is really cool because you're able to solve the mysteries then. And I'm just like thinking of all these mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have 11. I don't have too many in the head. And I wonder if that's because I'm just not defined there. Mm, I wouldn't even remember if it's, it does play a role being defined in your gates. So I have 2034 and you have the 2057 and you have 2034. Yeah, like my throat is crazy. Same, everything points to my throat and my emotions. <sighs> I love it. You have a defined root. I think that's something that I would really have wanted in this life. Um, <laughs> I think that's what makes me want coffee. That's, I was reading about people, or I heard it somewhere, that people that have defined roots uh, don't always need coffee and people that, that have open feel the need to have a lot of stimulation. That makes sense. It does, it's unfortunate <laughs> for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you also have this is one I would have liked to have defined too is the the spleen yeah because I have always been a, a fraidy cat I've always been afraid of everything in my life and just things that are not real too just like you know thinking that I'm hearing something or seeing something and I remember when I was a kid my mom like she loves scary movies I don't know why she just does she's a crazy person and I remember just like being behind the couch, like, like, like I, I don't want to see this right now. And I take that, I think that's a lot to do with that spleen. It's just like not, I noticed that with my niece too. And I, I want to look back at her chart. She cannot, 
even if you like calm her down, like, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs to the bathroom. When I lived with my dad, I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to go up, sit, just, I'll be right back, you know? And she's like, (laughs) she's like, no, no, no. She's like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm so afraid right now. I'm like, of what? (laughs) That's how I was, I think, as a kid. I never liked scary movies too, too. Ugh, I don't like it. No, not at all. My siblings, they always used to watch scary movies together, um, but always without me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no thanks. <laughs> Call me when you're pulling up a comedy or something. Yep, or a drama. Yeah. Does anything stand out to you? I'm just like babbling away because I've had four shots of espresso. <laughs> 2644. We complement each other at 44. Like I have gate 44, you have gate 26. Where is that one? Oh, okay, I see. Yes. Okay, so channel 2644 is the channel of surrender. Mm-hmm. Means um, this channel is the channel of entrepreneurship. Striving to improve the world with the compelling communication skills, convinced that you have exactly what humanity needs, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) get straight to the point. Yeah, you has to be new and improved, and your pride shines even more when you're invited to share something. So that's what we have connecting, right? Yeah. So I want to know which one you have and which one I have and how that complements each other, because I understand that, but I want to see how we complement each other also in that way. I'm going to start writing these down. <laughs> I kind of feel that because this is the channel of entrepreneurship and that's the channel where it's about improving the world and with, with compelling communication skills, I think that that's something where we would be great in. So it actually speaks for the YouTube channel. <laughs> I think it does, right? <laughs> I think that's where like we would really complement each other and balance each other out. But again, I'm like, let me look at gate 44, which is the one that you have. What is the point for you? 44 point but it's not on this one doesn't matter coming to meet so you're the personal manager yours is very much about that a mastery of the collective that can establish restrictive conditions for inferior components and with the ability with the ability to enforce them an alertness to patterns that can lead to mastery of the collective that's your gift of it And it's the gate of memory. So this one I like, it says, okay. So I'm just gonna read this part really quick. What we remember or transmit shapes the tribe's material orientation and eventually strengthens its ego presence and power in the world. We control the way gate 26, which is me, um, is going to act in terms of selling, defending or fighting for the tribe. 
this is where tribal mm-hmm. propaganda can be found. We oh. help. <laughs> so we help the tribe to ally its fears of the past by remembering that a starving child is not a healthy child and that material security and health go hand in hand. The spleen is not a motor. So once our awareness is recognized and valued by the tribe, we will look to the willpower of gate 26, me, to act on it. In this way, whatever transformation we instinctively know the tribe needs to ensure its survival becomes a reality. I think that's very powerful. Wow. Okay, okay. One more part. Without gate 26, we are prone to unnecessarily exaggeration to overcommitting and making promises we cannot keep. What we fear <laughs> most is that baggage from the past might catch up with us. So oh, I, I think this like what what's connecting for me is that you're the person that actually is able to manage. You're the manager of me. And I'm the person who's like, okay, Annabelle, we got to do this, like, because it's connected to my willpower. And I'm like, all right, let's, like, let's actually act on it. And you're the person who's able to like manage and see the bigger picture, especially because you have that defined head. Uh huh. That makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. So that's important for us to know. I think that one's a big one for us. Forty-four has point three, and it's in Jupiter. Okay, so that might change. Depend. Let me see. Forty-four point three. I found this website last night, and I just like fell in love with it. Which website is it? Let me get to it, and I will let you know. So it's I don't even know where this is, but it's the Daily View, and if you just go into Google or I use DuckDuckGo. I'm a sketchy person. So if you go, (laughs) if you go there, like you can type in uh, gate, this is what I typed in gate 44.3 human design. And it's the link that says my email dot constant contract, but the website is called uh, the daily view. So um, the 44.3 is interference the failure to interact based on circumstances. So the exaltation of this one is the ability to recognize the threat of interference and to prepare for its effects. So it's like a preparedness that you have, the alertness and instinct to handle the ego of others. That's really powerful because you're the person who's like able to not actually get more amplified by that other person's ego, me. You know, like you're able to, you're the steadiness of it. Yeah. So the detriment, which is like the, if you're not in alignment is a diluted response to interference that gets stuck in projection. And as a result is unrealistic and in appraisal and error prone. So um, the possibility that the instinct cannot handle the ego of other people. So maybe just feeling overwhelmed by other people. That's what it feels like to me. Like other people don't trying to dominate you when really mm-hmm. it's you're the, you're the manager. You're the one who has that like instinctual knowing with the spleen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the one who's like coming in with all these ideas. <laughs> I'm the one who's like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And you're like, all right, let's plan and like, let's get realistic and let's like, you know, all of that extra other stuff that we actually need to know. 
Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, let's see what other ones we have together, like that complete the channel. 32 and 54, those complete. You have 32, I have 54. Oh, yeah. Wait, actually, let me get my, yeah, I have a human design, human design book. book. Yes, <sighs> love that. It's going to yeah. take you some time to look, but we got these little <laughs> snippets for the meantime while you look. I ate onions earlier and it's on my fingers and I've washed yeah. my hands twice and it's still there and it's so irritating. <laughs> 3254 is the channel of transformation. Ooh. Means you're determined to succeed. Material or spiritual success is important to you. Because of your fear of failure, you risk to turn into a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might be asking yourself in business and private life, can this person help me to get to where I want to go? You bring transformation into others' lives. Make sure that you only engage in things that are a win-win situation. I don't know how to fucking do that, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's powerful too, though, that we have that gate. Which one are you looking up now? 54, but it's acting funky. So I'm going to do 32. Gate 32 is the gate of conservation. The only thing which endures is change, which is your gate. Um, the instinct to adapt in the now without losing continuity while, man, while maintaining our basic nature. The exaltation is that a life sustaining respect and attention to all aspects of a process, the potential to develop the instinct through detailed attention to a process. Um, okay, let me go down a little bit more. Gate. Awareness through gate 32 is focused on constant evaluation as an instinctive recognition of what can and cannot be transformed. An underlying fear of failure can put the brakes on runaway ambition. Gate 32's ability to adapt yet maintain its true nature is the spleen's contribution to the material continuity of the tribe. This is part of our contribution as well. A great deal rests on what is recognized and valued and thereby encouraged and, ret and retained by the tribe. One of our gifts is recognizing who has the skills or education to move up in the world and then using our influence to bring them to the attention of those positions of authority. It's the gate of prolonged indecision also. We are, <laughs> we are apt to find ourselves agonizing over how to maintain a balance between what is working successfully and, and opening ourselves or an organization up to the unknown risks, fear of failure that accompany transformation and change. Change is inevitable. However, when it becomes part of the equation for life growth and optimize by relying on our authority for timing and staying closely attuned to our own instincts, our wisdom will emerge over time as ways to keep society from repeating what does not work while also embracing what has lasting value. Without gate 54, which is me, the 32nd gate senses its lack of a consistent source of fuel or drive 
ambitions to succeed. So I'm giving you this energy to be like, yeah, yeah let's get it. <laughs> um, I wish that I could look at mine. So please let me do that and help me find the freaking thing, Google. What is a gate 54? Yeah, I read it all last night and now it's all just. It's Mercury. 54 six. 54, 54, six. 54 six. I know that six. Gate of ambition. Uh huh. That makes sense. Yeah, guess this guy didn't do gate 54. Guess we're not good enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was my problem. So, what does it say about gate 54? Gate 54, the marrying maiden. Why the Mary? Oh, yeah, that's right. I do remember reading that part. <laughs> I don't get the that, though. <laughs> the drive to rise up. Mm -hmm. So interaction in its mundane social context, but also one's mystical and cosmic relationships. Transformation is possible through the mastering of instincts. Line six is selectivity exaltation the ingrained responsibility in terms of maintaining security and personal identity that will naturally restrict its relationships to ones that are mutually beneficial the energy to restrict relationships that hinder ambition ah! <laughs> the detriment a generally benefit Benefic and expensive nature that assumes that it can instill what is otherwise missing in its partners. A mm -hmm. waste of energy. A waste <laughs> of energy in relationships which hinder ambition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my life struggle. It's true. But that's yeah. why we come together. I've got a lot of ambition. But you've got the direction. Mm-hmm. Why would they name it the Marrying Maiden? I don't know. <laughs> that makes absolutely no sense, Ra. It doesn't make sense. What does a Marrying Maiden have to do with ambition? Sincerely, I feel like it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know, though. Okay, so the chant, let me read this one. The channel of transformation, 3254, links the root which is what I have, and uh, the 32 gate of duration, the spleen center. So I have the marrying maiden and you have the gate of duration. The thirst of this channel is pretty simple. It is ambitious, fueled by the desire to make money and do better. I think we both have that, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. The desire to get ahead is what constitutes transformation in the material world. Ambition alone isn't enough to get material success. Very true. The spleen provides the instinct to recognize in the now what ambition needs to focus on. So that makes a lot of sense now. Absolutely. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. And you're like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like literally, I'm like, what makes more sense? Yeah. And how are we going to do it? Mm -hmm. What kind uh, of graphic are we going to use for the cover of YouTube? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to plan all of that for sure. 
Um, gate 32 fears failure, and it is precisely this fear that instinctively watches all change. What this instinct is alert to is the level of support that is available for, from others for any change. Um, 3254 has the drive to get ahead, ahead, but it understands that to succeed, it must have the support of others. This channel knows that only a transformation that endures over time has value. And in order, to, in order for the change to endure, it must have the support of its tribe. Even in the international arena, lining up allies, gaining the support of others is crucial for a nation to realize its goals. <laughs> wow. <sighs> okay, cool. So it's basically saying we just need to do something and something that would be supported by our audience. That's what I think it's saying. Something that we would, we have this transformational gate. This is the gate of transformation, right? So I think, do you have a lot of your emotional authority, right? Yes. I know I have the channel fully 35 and 36. And I know I have 20, 34. Um, and part of that is me having to speak about my emotions and me like really, yeah, speaking my creativity and my emotions. I don't know you said a lot of your stuff points to the throat too, right? Mm -hmm. But you also have a lot of spleen. You have a lot of, you have a spleen channel directly to the throat. So it's like you're instinctively uh, and your instincts and your intuition you're speaking on. Right. Connected to the sacral center. Right. So mine, no, mine, yeah, is completely connected to my emotional and to the sacral and I only have a half channel through both of my spleens so I don't have any full gates there let's see let's see what other channels for us connect I think those are the two main ones I don't think I see any other ones do you I don't see any either so it's just 26 44 and 32 54 so do you want to start looking at planning it? <laughs> my, what is that? My 54? <laughs> like, so do you want to do it now? <laughs> so do you could. I feel like our thing is going to go in a lot of different directions because we're both manifesting generators. So yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you feel that also that it's just going to be kind of whatever we make it. And like, it's just both of us showing up and speaking. I know I have another channel um, that says I'm not, and I feel this too. I'm not supposed to be overly prepared when I'm planning to do something like, cause yeah. that's what gets me in my head. And I just need to kind of like show up to it. So like, I do, like, obviously we need structure. Like we need like a topic and stuff like that, but I don't want to have too much rigidness and okay well we're doing we're talking only about human design we're only talking about astrology we're only talking about like I think we're both really into the same things too which is nice right maybe find like an overarching umbrella topic what would we call ourselves what would we call it let's think about that that's fun wow so what was one transition? 
just kidding. Totally kidding. Yeah. Yeah, we have gate of transformation and 2644 is like, what is it? What is it called? 26. Channel. Oh. What was it again? <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Surrender. Oh, surrender. Surrender to transformation. Ooh. Oh, I have wow, this. Wow, I like that. I do. I, have, I actually have this one quote, no kidding, on my wall that says, I surrender to the fire of transformation. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's us. Oh and it God. is a fire. That's for sure. Okay, let me read this other part. This, the channel of surrender, 4426 links the Sleenic through the 44, the gate of coming to meets to the 26, and the gate of taming the, or gate of the taming power of the greats in the heart center. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even real. The gates, gate of the, listen to this. Gate of the taming power of the great in the heart center. That doesn't make sense. This is the channel of the transmitter. Okay. Who has that gate? Me or you? Because it doesn't make sense to me. 44 is the gate of... I have that one. No, you have that one. Uh, 44 is our oldest instinctual memory. That's it. It's the memory gate. It resides in the bones while the 26 has the ability to manipulate memory in the interest of improvement. Sur surrender is the result of combining fear of the old past, 44, with the willingness for improvement, 26. The creativity of this channel is in its ability to replace old standards with new ones. That's good. Okay, still more. It brings an improvement to old concepts, particularly on the material level. Ugh. Often we see products advertised as being new and improved. This is an example of how this channel operates. The 4426 is also referred to as the channel of the entrepreneur because of its ability to recognize what will appeal to the tribe. With support being the dominant theme of the ego circuit, however, transmitters can only replace the old with the new if they have support, like we were saying. Likewise, it is as a projected channel that needs to be recognized and invited to transmit their talent. Useful tip to give people with this channel, tell them to pay close attention to the smell. If they don't like the smell of someone, they need to stay away from them. People with this channel can smell something fishy, smell of a rat, smell success. Wasn't I just talking about my freaking fingers? Do they smell? <laughs> I'm so done. Ooh, so it's surrender and the gate of the entrepreneur. How interesting is that? Very. And it is a lot of surrender with entrepreneurship. It is a lot. Yeah. 
I took an entrepreneurship class last semester, my last semester. And it was really like eye opening because I knew I would have to like change in a lot of ways. And I'm like, again, we have the gate of transformation. So I'm like, no problem, easy, I can change. But some things I was like, well, I don't want to change that. Or like, I understand that I need to change it, but I don't want to change it. So I feel like that goes very much into like the surrender piece of it. And then Mm -hmm. like you having that spleen to find and a lot of like gates and energy coming off of that is like the instinctive knowing of what needs to be changed and me having like the, like the willingness to change it. That makes total sense. I mean, even on my, um, in podcasting, when I first started, I was like very much like, I'm going to be editing every breath out. There will be no like of those little crinkles um, in there. It has to be perfect. It must be perfect. And now I'm like, I'm listening to podcasts and I'm like, "Mm, I actually like when I can hear like the in-between breaths and I like when I can hear the pauses and stuff like that so the past few podcasts I haven't been taking those things out I've just been like leaving as much as I can Mm -hmm. um like minimal editing and I think that's another thing I want to like bring into this is like do as minimal of editing as we can so we're just like and you just you said that too so we're just raw and honest and there and vulnerable and surrendering (laughs) not trying to control anything let me just do a brainstorm document manager (laughs) we should also look at our gene keys yeah my god there's just like every time i open instagram i follow this one account and it's like called baller alert and it always kind of keeps me updated on like what's going on and i like that because i don't like watching the news Mm. but then there's like shit that just it's fucked up like it's in you know I shouldn't even share it it's just fucked up I should just keep it <laughs> myself whatever <laughs> most of the content that I follow is pretty uplifting yeah me too but I do also feel like I need to be informed in some ways so have you ever heard of um urine therapy which therapy? Urine therapy? No. Oh my gosh. I am like so triggered by it. Not so triggered, but just like uh, there's this girl that I started following on Instagram and she just popped in my feed. That's what I'm talking about it. Her name is Water Priestess and she's like an influencer entrepreneur and she talks a lot about fasting and I could never... I don't want to say never, but I won't be doing what she does. She like fast for five days and she talks a lot about human design too and says her digestion is to the right. Oh yeah. Let's look at that too. Um, Her digestion arrows or whatever pointing to the right, a lot of them. And so she's Mm -hmm. like able to go with the flow. And one of the things that she does is she fasts. And she also, um, she's like raw vegan and she drinks her urine and she says that it's very, there's a whole bunch of science behind it. 
she said there's a whole bunch of science behind it blah blah I watched one of her videos one night and I was like let me just see what she's talking about I don't feel like I'm gonna do that but if one day who knows like my life changes so much like I I don't see myself in this moment doing that but I just wanted to see I was just interested and curious so yeah, mm-hmm. she talks about it and she was saying how because our urine has a negative charge, just like spring water and just like Cajun water, I think that's what it's called, or Cajun, however you say it, the very like alkaline water, mm-hmm. electrolyzed water. Um, it has a negative charge and our urine does too. So she did a whole bunch of research on it and she started drinking it. I don't know what the benefits of it. I don't remember the benefits of it, but basically like the urine goes into our body and it helps everything that we need. It knows where to go. Like the urine goes where it needs to go. I don't know. It was really interesting to watch. And I was like, okie dokie. But she's definitely lives a more alternative life. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely not drink it if I would not have a healthy diet. No, exactly not. No, she was saying at first it was very disgusting, but now she's saying her urine tastes like fruit. And that's because she's like, she eats raw vegan. Like I imagine I can already understand how her urine would taste different from somebody else's. my own you know I'm not drinking my urine but if I'm very pure I'll drink it I don't know if I would (laughs) I I think I'm good but your left your top arrow I'm gonna go to it so the top one is digestion so if you have most of them again pointing to the right then you're more of an intuitive person with how you're doing stuff if they're pointing mm-hmm. to the left, then you need more of a structure and a schedule. So mine are very left and yours are very right, except for your top one. It, the digestion is to the left, which um, here left active digestion says that you do best um you're digesting best the world with consistency. This means that you should eat on a regular meal schedule, like when you're hungry, when you wake up and not like do fasting things and do like, you know, those Mm. bad diets and things like that. Those don't work for you. Try and do more or less of the same thing every day um, and see if it doesn't make you feel productive and cozy. This means that you should eat on a regular meal schedule, structure your day with a solid routine and work and study in a consistent pattern. And we both have that same left, left energy. But then you have uh, bottom right for the environment is right, which is different from mine. Mine is a consistent environment and yours is a fluid environment. It's good for you to be flexible in your environment on a day-to-day level. It's good for you to have freedom to move your position throughout the day, whether that's moving from one side of the office to another or to another building. Like you just need to have, whereas me... I'm like, I very much am very, I do the same things every day. I go to the same coffee place. I work, you know, I just do, I'm a a creature of habit. Fluid movement is good for you. And travel is really healthy for for you too, when you have the right. 
Um, bottom right is perspective. And you have this pointing to the right also, which is peripheral perspective. So mine is left, meaning that I see the world in a very detailed way. I meant to envision my life. This is like the specific manifestation, my life and goals through a specific lens. Details are very important to my picture. For you, um, when you're setting goals, it's more, it's good to be general. The work lies in accepting that you don't know exactly how everything is going to shake out and that the reality will be more amazing that you could imagine for yourself. Yes. And then the last arrow, the top right is awareness. I think we both have this to the right. Right. Yeah. 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 So this is the receptive awareness. If this arrow points to the right, that means you have receptive. It may not be so easy for you to memorize facts and details, but you make intuitive connections between things and you can naturally see deeper meanings. You're likely to be artistic and imaginative. Conventional ed education may have been a struggle. I see this like right, right brain versus left brain people. So we're mm -hmm. more right brain people. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. So I feel like that's cool though. Cause like you have three arrows to the right and I have three arrows to the left. <laughs> We're just so in like, so good balanced so good. opposites. So good. But yeah, I do notice that I have tried to fast before and it doesn't shake out well. It's not a good day. It's not a good few days. I'm like ready to hurt somebody. <laughs> not really, but I, I get really irritable. I get really fucking irritable if I don't eat for a long time. I just don't want to talk. I'm like, and if I do talk, it's like, mm -hmm. I get angry if I cannot eat warm food. Mm. you have a hot digestion right yeah and that's so yeah it's really no fun <laughs> even in summer I always have to eat something warm I always need to have something warm otherwise I feel like I'm empty mine I feel like is different like it's daytime eating which I don't really get it's daytime eating in direct light. I'm going to look at what that is because when I did my human design reading, she said I need to eat outside, which feels very true for me. Um, I've always like, just, I like to be outside when I'm eating. And even like before I knew about human design at my old job every day, this is like the ritual aspect of things. Every day I would take my blanket. If it was nice outside, go outside and eat. And I just like, it just, felt good <laughs> it just felt good to do that and to yeah. eat alone it feels good for me to eat alone me too I cannot eat with others even if my roommate's here I would eat in the living room if she's here really <laughs> yeah <laughs> the kitchen right now. <laughs> same same I eat always in my room or yeah outside or if if one of my roommates comes outside, I'll like go a little bit further or I think they kind of know that I like to just like be in my bubble. So they'll go a little bit further. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The daylight, if that's, I'm going to look it up. Daylight or light digestion. 
daytime eating. So what? Am I not supposed to eat after the sun goes down? Because I get hungry after the sun goes down. How light affects digestion and manifestation. That's why I knew this. I was researching for my client, uh, her human design chart, and she has the indirect light. But it also says here, so direct light, arrow points left. It would help if you were in a brightly lit and naturally bright area. It is highly suggested, highly suggested only to eat when the sun is up. So while your arrow points to the left and you don't do well with fasting, you don't digest properly in dark areas or late at night. Mm. You do better when you eat when the sun is up and even better if you can eat while in the direct sunlight. Now, of course, this is ideal, and with changes in weather and schedules, this is not always so possible. bougie. <laughs> like that's the bougiest part of my chart. I feel like, <laughs> but whenever possible, try to eat, eat in, in the light. <laughs> no, I have to eat in the direct sunlight. <laughs> Wait, have to be... and you have to be Can over you there, the shade, please. <laughs> <laughs> Manifestation practice uh, for a manifestation practice. Give yourself a set routine that allows you to be in the sunshine whenever possible. Try beach yoga, sunrise meditations, or journaling while sitting outside. Oh, if the that. weather is not permitted, make sure that your environment, when you connect with your desires, is brightly lit, and your manifestation practice occurs during hours that the sun is up. Mm. So yeah, you definitely need to change your sleeping routine i do i think i very much do i'm not supposed to be a night owl that's not for me and i think too because i eat later in the day but i'm hungry so i'm not gonna not eat but i'll i'll have a snack i'll have a snack, <laughs> I'll have a snack. i won't <laughs> i won't have a full meal it's that's so interesting though because i intuitively do that i naturally like Whenever it's nice outside, I try to sit outside and I just like, sometimes I don't even do anything. I just like sit there and lay there and it feels so good to be in the sun for me. Mm -hmm. And even when you're meditating, you should do it with the lights on. With the lights on? Uh-huh. I don't know. Interesting. I like to meditate outside, but I, I normally meditate right in the morning i wake up and then in the um afternoon so like i i always keep the blinds open and that was one of the big things too because i lived in the basement with my dad and there was no um, windows in my room which like completely was bad for me i was not i was not in my best i feel like self because i was just not having any lights so one of the things on my manifestation list was to make sure that I had um, windows in my room and I live in the basement now, but I have two windows. So it's just like interesting to me how that kind of played out. Mm -hmm. And it says here, your environment are mountains, places where you can get perspective, wherever you feel like is conducive for you to get clarity and information. Yeah, that one I knew um, 
because Rochelle had said it on the podcast right before I moved to Colorado. She didn't know I was going to move here. And like, I know it's not the literal mountains, but it's also elevation. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm like in in an elevated and I don't need as much air. She was saying how Ra also was a mountains person. And it's just like that we don't need as much air, I guess. So yeah, it's interesting that I like felt again, pulled to come to Colorado because it's in the mountains and that's (laughs) my environment, literally mountains. You should come here. I see mountains all around. Oh, I love it. I want to come. Let's just send you a picture next time I go up. Please. When it's nice weather, you can see all the Alps. Like right when I walk home, for example, I have like my home, the house is on the left side, and I look straight on the entire Alps. It's mm. so beautiful. It's like walking in a postcard it's really really cute yes please send me pictures Mm. i feel like that's a tricky one though too because other than like actually being elevated i don't know what that looks like like i know i had heard like you can go up in in buildings like if you work in a building you know to work on a higher floor and stuff like that but I don't work in a building. Let me see if I can find something about the environment. Because I feel like I can get, and that might also be like being alone. Like I feel like mountains can also be like being by yourself possibly. Yeah, this is interesting. So the mountain environment is all about getting out of the trenches and up to a place that allows you to get a little bit oxygen deprived. How do I know if it's active or passive? Okay, so it says, let's start from the top. The environment from our human design chart tells us the type of surroundings for us that are the most nourishing. In human design, something that is nourishing means that it's a place where we will naturally not be taking on conditioning that is against our design will find less resistance in our differentiation process, AKA living out who we truly are as we are designed. We will naturally meet the people or situations that will help us grow. There are a few important things to remember when thinking about our environment. If you're under 30, your environment is not as important. It becomes more important after the Saturn return, which usually happens between ages 27 and 30. The environments are more of a concept than a specific place. Some of them are rather abstract, some are more physical, and most environments are not mutually exclusive. So for instance, if you and your partner or family member have different environments, it does not mean that you will not be happy living together because some environments can be created within the same home. Some have nothing to do with the space of your home and some have nothing to do with the geographic location. It's important not to take this at face value and uproot your life to put yourself in the correct environment. What you will likely find is that the environment in your human design chart will resonate with you on a deep level and you'll recognize that you've felt this all along if you really tune into yourself. Each environment has also two subtypes, but these subtypes, they don't really have any kind of definition. So... The mountain has an active type and a passive. 
In the mountain environment, it's all about getting out of the trenches and up to a place that allows you to get a little bit oxygen deprived. Active mountain people thrive when they can literally get up high physically and be in an environment where their intellect is engaged and challenged. So it's not really about the location, I, I guess. A perfect example of an active mountain would be working or studying in a high rise building or anywhere that they are getting out of the trenches and up where there is less, where there is less oxygen. A passive mountain environment would be more likely would more likely be a literal mountain environment. This would be a place that is high up, there's literally less oxygen and they can get away from people and bask in their own aura. See, away from people. I think I'm passive because I don't really desire to work in a building. I would prefer to get away from people and it's the actual mm -hmm. being in the mountains like me moving to Denver versus living in Illinois, I'm like, I don't know, 44. The elevation is a lot, lot higher. And so I therefore am not getting as much oxygen like on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I'm passive or active, but I feel like I'm passive or maybe it's just that you can do either. Yeah, probably. I don't know why I said that like working alone, I think is also part of the, the passiveness because mm -hmm. it's being high up when you're high up, not everybody's there with you. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I think about it. That makes sense. Cause that's what I do too. I don't like to work. I get distracted by outside things. Like I, I'm somebody who likes to be alone when I'm working. If I, cause I mm -hmm. can focus that way. The only thing that like really doesn't distract me is if I have instrumental music. I can't even have lyrics because that distracts me. I need to have just like instrumental music or like very low, like a show on in the background that I've already seen. Not one that I that I need to pay attention to. Because <laughs> it's a comfort. That's the comfort thing. But. Mm hmm. What's your environment? So my environment are markets, places where there are people coming together to work. Yep. Whether it's literal or virtual, you thrive in the activity of a group with common direction. I love working in coffee shops and I'm so productive there because I can feel like multiple people yeah. being in this energy of just studying and working and being focused on something. And um, I felt... In this past year where I have not been able to work in coffee shops, my productivity is not as high as it used to be. <laughs> and the market says it's all about being choosy with what you allow into your life. And there's the external and the internal market. But I don't know. So the external markets are bustling environments with a lot of people and exchange of money, commerce, communication and information. What makes the external market special is that the individual with this environment typically heads into the market with a specific goal in mind. That's true. To buy a certain thing, find a certain person, etc. So an ideal market environment would be one where the individual is benefiting from their exchanges with others, but they are very discerning about who they are interacting with to make sure they're getting what they want. 
And there's the internal market, which is also a space of exchange, goods, information, and energy. However, the internal market is an indoor or enclosed space that has been created so that the person with this environment and their chart can invite people into their sacred space to congregate, exchange, and gather. These will be people that all share a common interest or goal. My human design, the person who read my human design, she has internal markets. And she says she likes to work in coffee shops and stuff like that too, because yeah, yeah, she says for the same exact reason that she just likes the energy of like busyness that's going on around. And that helps her to stay productive. And I'm like, that's, I could never, like I, I've always (laughs) wanted, I've always wanted to be one of those people. I watched this uh, YouTuber who always does that. She likes to get out of her house. I'm sure she probably has markets too. And her human design, I'd be interested. I'm always thinking about her human design. I'm like, what is, what is this? This this matter, her astrology, but she always goes out to go to coffee shops and stuff like that to edit and I'm like, I wish I could be that person. I wish I could be like, feel energized by going around people to work. I wasn't that there was this um, co-working space here in Zurich where I signed up about maybe four or five months before lockdown. Mm -hmm. And it was the cutest co-working space for women and um they were all about sustainability and they had like these small pop-up shops in the co-working space where they would sell like sustainable um, stuff, which was super cute. Love it. And then when lockdown came, they had to close. (laughs) (laughs) That's so depressing because all the other co-working spaces here in Zurich, they're just very, uh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. So I'd rather go to coffee shops. Yeah. At least there, like, you are in control of, in a way, who you interact with. Because, like, you can have your headphones in and just yeah. be, you know, still in your own zone, in your own element. And if you happen to want to talk, you can. True. And I also like to, when I'm, when I'm taking a break, I just like to listen to the conversations of others. <laughs> I just You're put Scorpio on. rising <laughs> nosy <laughs> I keep my I, I keep my earplugs in but I switch off the music and I'm like what are they talking about and then I'm taking notes <laughs> so sneaky sneaky <laughs> oh my god I can't that's hilarious I like Can the people watch but I don't, I don't really listen to, like, not intentionally. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> it, really it really helps to create content. Maybe that's the reason I haven't been creating any been in any coffee shops. Well, you can't go now. They're opening stuff up over here for us. I think I think I can go now. I have to I have to check. I'll have to check that out because over here now we don't even have to wear masks or anything. And you don't have to be vaccinated. Do you have to have like a No, you do, but they don't like ask for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh 
Yeah, it's a violation of HIPAA. They can't ask you for your medical records. Even though I did overhear, <laughs> here is me eavesdropping. I did overhear a conversation the other day of a guy saying, <laughs> <laughs> of a guy saying that they asked him for uh, his vaccination card when he went somewhere. I don't know where, but I was like, that's a violation. And he told, like, he was saying that in this conversation <laughs> to the person. Yeah, it's a violation. You can't do that. They're going to try to normalize it, but it's medical records are not to be shared. Oh my God. Oh, that so doesn't make me want to go anywhere. But they they probably won't, though. I haven't been asked for that, and I haven't worn one anywhere. So. Um, I, I don't think at a coffee shop they will or like anywhere that you would go to work like that no they shouldn't like I I think maybe like concerts and stuff like that they might be asking people for those mm-hmm. even then I'm still like whatever Easy. should we make a goal of when we can start this Surrender to transformation. We would need to have a cover, some kind of cover art, which we can get on Fiverr. And I don't know if you make graphic designs or anything like that, but I'm somebody who's like, I'll pay an artist to do it because they are artists and I am just a creative. But if you know how to design stuff, by all means, you can. And... What else do we need? We just need like a bio introducing who we are. Mm-hmm. We need a schedule, a content creation schedule. We need theme music, which I, for my podcast, I bought a song, which was not that much. It was like $15. And I really like the song on there. So if we can use that website so we can just buy a song and then that's our staple song. You could even download it for free on, I don't know if you're familiar with Thematic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm done. Whatever we have to use. Yeah. What I liked about this one is that I got different versions of the song, or not versions, so I got like a long one, and then I also got like 30 second mm-hmm. clips and stuff like that, but we could also just chop it up. I know how to edit audio, so we could do that too. Yeah. Um, so theme song, theme song. <laughs> um, maybe like a month of content creation ideas or like what topics we want to talk about just so we feel like we know where we're going with it. I'm sure there's other things, but like the logistics of it would come later, like any type of capitalizing and like branding, like ownership. I feel like we should at least have content first before we do that. Yeah, totally. We could think about what our mission is right now. I mean, I feel like it is the like surrender to transformation, but in that, maybe we talk about what our goal of holding these conversations is like what 
exactly we're trying to do in these conversations, which is probably, I don't even know if we have a direction, but you tell me what you think. I'll tell you what I think. Again, I, I'm like very much wanting to create a community and I want, mm -hmm. that's my biggest thing is to have community that feels supported in their like journey to understanding themselves, like, and knowing, seeing other people, myself, you know, seeing myself be vulnerable and express these aspects that I think a lot of entrepreneurs and people don't really show with everybody. Yeah. To me, it's about empowerment. Mm -hmm. So on a larger scale, but more talking to, to individuals, to each and every single person. That makes sense. Well, we have to have a narrowed focus, though, because we can't talk to every single person. Yeah, that's true. You can't you reach everybody. Who our who tribe is. Right. Tribe. Who are the people we're trying to reach? I feel like we're trying to reach people that are like us, that have, at least I'm trying to reach people that have had hardships, that have had <laughs> some type of, you know, it doesn't have to be as big as like trauma, but adverse experiences in life and like you said it's very much coming from an empowerment place for me I want them to feel like they can it doesn't matter how poor you are your mindset the limiting beliefs you've had whatever the circumstances of your actual physical reality that doesn't have to like hinder you in your journey to transforming mm -hmm. absolutely same cool see I think we're just on the same page with it I think we totally like are trying to reach the same people <laughs> I think we probably will attract in a lot more women than we will men but mm -hmm. strangely enough my podcast when I look at the analytics of it I actually have more men listeners than I do women which is strange that's so, interesting because I have more women followers so I'm like that's I don't get it but so um well no actually maybe that was just last time I looked at it now it's it was before like 54 and like whatever the other percent is now it says it's 86 percent female which is what I would freaking expect <laughs> you know yeah. I'm like why are men listening to me <laughs> like they, I mean listen if you want but I'm not really talking to you um <laughs> I don't know, but it's very much about empowerment to give people the permission slip and the licensing to follow the dreams that they want to yeah. live the life that they want without the fear, like surrendering very much. I think that's been a part of my own journey is learning how to surrender, still learning. Mm -hmm. Do you have a six in your profile or you're one three, right? I am a one three. One three. Which is the experimentation too. Yeah. What, which is what I was just like thinking about is that I have that sixth line of experimentation. Uh, it turns, it's experimenting before it turns, you know, into somebody who can actually do something with that. Um, and you very much have the same thing, like trial and error. So I think that's where we both are like, we have to surrender because we've tried so many things. 
Yeah, true. Just surrender and see what's going to happen. I have one, three. I do have a lot of fives, though. A lot of fives. Uh -huh. That's good. That's good for us. <laughs> I have a lot of six and one, I think. I know I have a lot of six in my um, gene keys. The uh, life purpose, mine is 26, which is the teacher, and yours is 20.1, right? Yes. Uh we should look at that really quick before, if you have time. I know you're, it's getting late for you. Yeah. Not we can look yeah. another time. Now let's, let, let's take a look at it. Jeez. My deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of intimacy. To realize <gasps> my purpose, I need to transform the shadow of dishonesty. Mm. I think you... I mean, from my perspective, I think you're pretty good at being intimate, but the only person I've seen you intimate with is myself, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I unlock my prosperity through my gift of teamwork. I undermine my prosperity through the shadow of interference, and I thrive best as part of a small team. Where are you seeing this? on the gene keys profile when i download it uh -huh. did you down did you download, download, download it download? okay download and to pdf uh-huh okay let's module that the genius love and prosperity one yes okay so say yours again so my genius, my deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of intimacy. To realize my purpose, I need to transform the shadow of dishonesty. Mm. <laughs> in love and relationships, my greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of unease into the gift of intuition. The highest expression of my heart is sanctity. And... Prosperity, I unlock my prosperity through my gift of teamwork. I undermine my prosperity through the shadow of interference. And I thrive best as part of a small team. Mm. I thought ours would be the same because we have the same codes, but apparently mm. no. Um, so it says, my genius, my deepest purpose in life is to manifest the gift of resolve. To realize my purpose, I need to transform the shadow of exhaustion. <sighs> so interesting. Um, <laughs> love and relationships. My greatest challenge is to transform the shadow of stress into the gift of restraint. Very true. The highest expression of my heart is awakening. Pro prosperity. I unlock my prosperity through the gift of resourcefulness. I undermine my prosperity through the shadow of inadequacy. Very true. I thrive best in a position of leadership or influence. Huh. Huh. Hmm. I still need to read more about that because I get it, but I don't really get the genius side, the like resolve and the exhaustion. Yeah, Jinkies is so complex. Mm hmm I even I downloaded the book. There's a link where you can 
um, read the book for free. Let me what? Yeah. Wait. Like somehow I always yeah. get to find like all these people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, uh, I just need to find it. Where is it? Oh, you sent it to me to check. Yes. Thank you. Oh, another thing for me to digest. <laughs> I was gonna say to consume me, but <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Surrender. <laughs> Surrender. Surrendering to the information, please. Okay, I'm going to let you go to sleep. Yeah. I'm proud of us. We did good. Yes, me too. Looking forward to where this is going to take us. Yes, me too. To which transformation we're going to surrender. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Let's see. And here's me, like, this is what the transformation is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to control the uncontrollable story of my life. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>